the gospel of luke chapter 5 from verse 1 the bible says while the crowd was pressing in on jesus and listening to the word of god he was standing by the lake of genesaret he saw two boats there alongside the lake the fishermen had disembarked and were washing their nets Getting into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, he asked him to put out a short distance from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. After he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and lower your nets for a catch. Simon said in reply, Master, we have worked hard all night and have caught nothing but at your command i will lower the nets when they had done this they caught a great number of fish and their nets were tearing they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come to help them they came and filled both boats so that they were in danger of sinking When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus and said, Depart from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For astonishment at the catch of fish they had made seized him and all those with him. And likewise, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners of Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching men. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed him. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we honor you, we praise you, and we bless you. We offer our hearts to you, Lord. As we read your word, that you may speak to our hearts. Reveal to us what you want us to learn from this word. That will help us to fix our eyes on you. To focus our mind to you. And to be transformed from inside out. To become just like you. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. So we are reading uh, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5. And the topic for our meditation is, They left everything and followed him. They left everything and followed him. You see, this is a very interesting story, very familiar one about the call of Simon and it is interesting because they had to leave something and not just Simon but every other disciple that Jesus called had to leave something. It is a good uh, moment to ask ourselves this question, what have I left behind? What have I left behind? Or what should I leave behind? To follow Jesus, you and I have to leave something. 
and Jesus called Simon and all the other disciples, they had to live something, a life that they were used to, familiar grounds, jobs that they were doing, because he had a different kind of assignment for each one of them. And I believe it's not just each one of the disciples, but it is also um, is a word for you and I, the listener of this podcast. The Lord is calling us to leave something to follow him. And it is also very interesting that it was a moment that Simon and the other fishermen could not recognize as the divine assigned moment for Jesus to turn their lives around. It was a moment of desperation when they had tried to do what they have always done and nothing seemed to be working as before. It was a moment that the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and he was looking for a boat to teach the crowds from. It was a moment when they were washing their nets because they didn't know what else to do. And probably they were just physically and psychologically exhausted to a moment of despair. And the Lord shows up just like someone else from the crowd but this minute it was the king of kings the lord of lords who had a different calling for them he had a different plan of what to use their boats with and their lives as well and it calls each one of us to think deeper in our hearts and to ask ourselves this question what shall I leave behind? What have I left behind? Have I left anything to follow Jesus? You know? And then also look around us, our lives, and see what moments could we be at? Could it be a moment that the crowd could be pressing on Jesus and for us is just another day? Is it possible that we could be toiling day and night and not getting the return of our investment? And at that moment of desperation, we might be deceived, maybe, not to look at the situation as the Lord sees it and feel so depressed. But we need to know that the Lord always has a solution to every situation that comes our way. If we fix our eyes on Jesus and not on the circumstances surrounding us, then we will come to know that he will always have an answer. He is the God who answers prayer. He sees everything and he is in control. So even those moments, or those challenging moments that come our way, those desperate moments, those frustrating times, those troubled moments that come our way are not excluded from the list of what Jesus can overturn, overrule, or transform. And this is one moment of the life of these fishermen that we see what God could do. 
and it is also interesting that the Lord comes with the command. The first command was he asked him to put out the boat a short distance from the shore, but technically Simon needs the boat to be in the water so he can go fishing. But the Lord is asking like an opposite thing. Even though he was a fisherman, he knew exactly what to do. He actually decided to surrender and to do what the Lord was asking. The next thing that he said was, uh, he said, put out into the deep water and lower your nets. After he used the boat, he said, take the boat back in the water and put it in deep water and lower your nets. He already did that to the other fishermen and they could not catch anything. However, he said, Master, we have worked hard all night, have caught nothing, but at your command, I will lower the nets. And this is when the miracle happened in obedience to what the Lord told him to do. So these are two moments in our lives. One is to remove the very thing from using it to do what we know how to do, what to do, and the returns to get, and do the opposite, but in accordance with the direction of the Lord, and to allow the Lord to use that thing for his own glory. And then the next moment is to do in accordance with his direction and instruction to do the very same thing that we have always done that has brought frustration, stress, trouble, depression, and whatever negative thing you can imagine. But only this time is in obedience to his direction. And then the miracle happens. Because Jesus never fails. He has never failed anyone in the history of the world. And he is not going to start with you and I. So it is very interesting that their lives were transformed. When they came to the realization of the glory of God. When they caught so much fish that... The nets were almost sinking. And when the glory of God was revealed, this is when Simon Peter fell at the knees of Jesus saying, Depart from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. When the glory of God is revealed, then we see our shortcomings. We see our weaknesses. We see our sinful nature. Because God is so holy. So with the provision, with the intervention of God, with the provision, with the answer to that prayer in our hearts or in our lives, comes the revelation of who God is. It's like he opens our eyes a deeper, in a deeper way, to see who he is that he owns the whole world, that whatever we need comes from him, that whatever we desire is in him, that he is a good God, that whatever he delights in is to do good to us, that his promises cannot fail. And after calling and 
signaling the other fishermen to come and help them. The most interesting bit about this passage is the last verse. When they brought their boats to the shore, they left everything and followed Jesus. How interesting that when the Lord captures a soul, a heart, then nothing else matters. And it reminds me of a song that someone sang in these words. I just want you, nothing else will do. 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 Praise God. So as we meditate on this part of the scripture, we just read about the Simon Peter's call from a moment of his life that he almost he was almost at a despair because of not catching fish but he he was in the list of the disciples that the Lord came to call so he was called and even after the experience he had he left everything and followed Jesus so you and I, we might not establish at what season of our lives we are at with the walk with the Lord. But I believe it is a good moment to have our eyes closed and just meditate on this word and look into our hearts and see where exactly are we at. Is it possible that we are this moment, a moment like this of desperation? Could we have allowed the Lord to come into our boats? And when the Lord asked Simon Peter to put the boat in the water and to lower the nets, and he decided to obey the command just because it was the Lord Master who said. You know, many other times when we don't get that miracle because we question too much, maybe the direction or what the Lord requires us to do, probably because we are thinking with our intellect too much or probably because of our life experiences. But surrender is when we choose not to do what we think, but to do what the Lord requires. However, it starts from Him coming into our boat. Then the journey begins. 
So as we offer ourselves to the Lord, we pray that He may come into our hearts, into our lives, and help us to learn His ways so that our lives may be transformed. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we honor you, we praise you, and we bless you. We enthrone you and we glorify you. We offer our hearts to you, Lord, just like Simon, that you may come into our hearts. Help us and teach us your ways. Help us to go into a deeper relationship with you, to hear you, and to know what you require of us. Holy Spirit of the living God, help us to be obedient to the Lord's command in our lives so that whatever he requires of us we may do it for the greater glory of his name we honor you we praise you and we bless you it is in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen